day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unchanging Word of God, the unshakable Word of God? Great to have you in the podcast today, beginning a brand new podcast week. It's always exciting as I look ahead to see what nuggets of truth the Lord's going to reveal to be able to share with you. And as I read through my Bible, I just find things that I'm just excited to share with folks. Uh, the Word of God that never never loses its it's excitement and joy and, and uh, all of the things that go into making what it is as the Word of God in our lives. So thankful for the Holy Spirit and His illumination and the way He opens our understanding. So I'm glad you're here. Welcome. I hope that you're able to start off this day in the right way in tune with the Lord. I'm uh, reading today. Our passage is found in the Gospel of John chapter 4. Going to begin this brand new week by reminding you, as I was reminded, of a really precious, precious piece of Scripture. And in John chapter 4, you just got done reading John chapter 3, of course, uh, and you read of, of course, the great statement about God so loving the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And you know sooner than get those words out of your mouth or into your brain as you read them off the page and you find yourself jumping off the springboard into chapter 4 in John. And I think that those words echo in my mind when I read those first few verses of John 4. I mean those words that were in John 3.16, that whosoever will uh, put uh, believeth on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ can be saved. It says in John chapter 4, When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea, and he departed again unto Galilee. And verse 4 says, it's just a very simple statement, but it's so full of meaning. It says, and he must needs go through Samaria. In other words, there was something driving Jesus to go through Samaria. Now, we uh, maybe you don't understand, but in case you, you don't, let me just explain briefly that if you were a good uh, Jewish man, you did not go through the geographical area known as Samaria. It was a place where the Samaritans live. It was unclean. It was a despised place. It was a place where no self-respecting Jewish man would go and sully himself, particularly if he's going down to Jerusalem to worship. The Jews saw the Samaritans as half-breeds who had intermarried in their exile while they were in Assyria, and having come back, that they the the uh, the race of people or the people group of the Samaritans were simply unclean because they were a mixed nationality. But Jesus had something else in mind. The Bible says in this very precious passage that our Savior had a purpose. He had a divine appointment that he needed to keep. And he went to meet with what we know today as the woman at the well. Uh, this beautiful record of the Lord's interview with the Samaritan woman is just always held great attraction for people who feel uh, ostracized or who, who have felt uh, marginalized because of their sin and that th the thought that nobody would love me, let alone God. And when you read the entire passage in John chapter 4, you come back to one verse in verse 27, and it says this, 
And upon this came his disciples, talking about having met with the lady at the well, the, the, the disciples showed up. Uh, and upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, what seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? In other words, it's what they were thinking, but it's not what they said. I think there was something about the ministry of the Lord already up to that point where they discovered, wait a minute, this rabbi is going beyond the natural bounds of any Jewish rabbi. He's going above and beyond. Uh, and they probably were still working through that in their own mind. The, the the truth is the Lord had come through Samaria because he had somebody on his mind. And he came right to Jacob's well so that he could speak with this woman who was notoriously around the area, a sinful Samaritan woman. But he knew she'd be there and she'd be drawing water and she would listen to him. Well, he was tired from his journey. Uh, and I, and I, I, I like the fact that he was tired. Uh, he was, yes, all of God, but he was also man and he was subject to physical tiredness. And so he needed to rest. So the scripture says he sat down on the well and this poor sinful woman, who I think probably was also laboring under a great deal of psychological stress and, and, and de maybe depression and despair and difficulty, I'm not sure. The Bible doesn't say that specifically. But nonetheless, this woman came to the well, and Jesus then took the opportunity as he sat there to talk to the woman. The disciples were away getting bread. When they returned, nobody said, why are you talking to her? Uh, they never actually asked the question, uh, and they were just surprised that this Jewish rabbi would do that unspeakable thing and sully himself with this woman. But that's just why Jesus came. Uh, the Lord really did speak to this woman. He really did have her on his mind. Uh, what he said with authority, particularly in some of these verses, listen to some of these verses. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked him, and he would have given thee living water. Listen to verse 14. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Now those are some startling statements. I mean, if you think very deeply about those, those are some amazing statements. Verse 25 says, The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he'll tell us all things. And then Jesus, verse 26, saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Now, she's not even Jewish. And Jesus is revealing herself, himself to her. Why did he talk to her? Why would he make that effort? Why did Jesus seek this interview with this woman? Well, I don't think it takes very long of reading the chapter till you discover several things I'll leave you with, with you today. Uh, number one, can I suggest to you that he really loved her? He really cared about her. Uh, and I mean in all the dignity that, that, and, and glory that that word deserves. He, he, he thought of her very dearly and compassionately. Here he is, the eternal Son of God, the Savior of the world, as we read back in chapter 3, verse 16. 
And who was she? She was nothing but a peasant. She was a woman who was involved in some very menial, tedious labor. She came in a part of the day when nobody was there to harass her and to give her grief for her lifestyle. Here is a woman who had broken God's law, and in particularly the seventh commandment, not, not just one time, but several times. She had given way to sin in her life, and she may not have meant to do that. Who knows? We'll never know until we get to heaven. But now she was living in sin. Uh, she was basically a notorious sinner in her area, but Jesus loved her. She was fallen, but Jesus loved her. You know, I am so grateful that I, as a fallen creature, have, somebody, I am somebody that the Lord cared for and loved. And he comes to us, and he comes in the pages of Scripture, and he wants to cleanse, he wants to forgive, he wants to bring a new beginning to your life. And he does that for people today. And you know what? That's an exciting piece of news to share with people. I would suggest to you he came to her also because he wanted her to be saved. It's not just that he loved her, but he loved her enough that he wanted to see her saved. She was lost. She knew all about that. Uh, in verse 10, she said that uh, Jesus said that to her, that I want you to have this life. You know, there are a lot of people that that don't know their lost condition in God's sight. Uh, even as they are probably as lost as this woman was, but she was lost because she had, uh, because she had uh, not come to Christ and found salvation. And so Jesus comes to her specifically to reveal her condition, to tell her about that sinful life, but to be able to forgive her and to to bring her back to uh, himself. And Jesus wanted to cleanse her, give her a new life and a new freedom that she didn't have before and break the chain and the cycle of sinfulness in her life. I would suggest Jesus came and talked to her because he also wanted to bring contentment to her soul. Apparently there was something she was looking for that her four husbands and the man that she's living with was not, uh, well, not even her husband. She was looking for something because she was dissatisfied Christ wanted to come and bring satisfaction to that woman's life. Nothing on this earth is ever going to be able to satisfy. Not, nothing materially, nothing temporally will bring that kind of relief uh, and joy until we thirst for him. And last of all, let me suggest he talked with her and he purposed to meet her and go through Samaria because he needed somebody to be a servant for him. Uh, we you read that in John chapter four there in this gospel in chapter in verse uh, twenty eight. I'm looking down to my Bible now. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, "Come see a man which told me all things that I ever that ever I did. Is not this the Christ?" In verse thirty. Then they went out of the city and came unto him, and down then in verse thirty nine. Uh, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. Well, I don't think she preached a three-point sermon, but she gave a testimony that would have resonated in the hearts of those people that were there. Who is this woman? How, look at her life. She's committed adultery and said, but the Lord loved me and saved me and will forgive me. And she came to be an instrument of God's use. Well, I think being an ambassador for the cause of Jesus Christ is no greater blessing uh, that we could receive on this side of eternity. Just think about that. Uh, Jesus came through Samaria because he needed a missionary. 
and he saved her soul, and she went out just off her own accord and wanted to tell everybody about him. And she became an instrument in God's hand. Why don't we pray that God would use us this that way this week, uh, that in the next several days, God would bring someone across our path that we could say, come and see a man that told me all that I ever did. And he loved me and he forgave me. Serve the Lord this week, will you? Be found faithful in him. And we'll catch you in the next podcast. And you walk with Christ.